Attention all service-based entrepreneurs. Are you making $2,000 to $4,000 a month in your business? Are you sick and tired of busting your ass in your business each month and barely getting by? Maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, overworked with everything that you got to do in your business and you want to simplify while still making consistent money every month. Are you ready to attract soulmate clients who are happy to pay for your incredible services? Are you ready to finally hit those five to $10,000 a month or even more consistently each month with ease? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I want to invite you to join me at my free webinar, Scale to Success. In this webinar, I will teach you how to make consistent money each month, how to attract soulmate clients with ease, how to simplify your offers and make them scalable, and how to work smarter and not harder in your business. This free webinar is going to be held on June 20th at 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern, and I'll be giving a free gift to everyone who attends that's going to teach you how to put your packages and your offers together in a way that is really scalable, in a way that is priced competitively in your niche. Make sure you sign up. The link is in the show notes and make sure you plan on attending live so you can get this free gift. Can't wait to see you guys then. Aloha, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Uplifting Podcast. On today's episode, I have the pleasure of talking with Sharon Kirsten, who is a best-selling author, creator, and soul messenger. We talk about her journey from working a corporate job to awakening to her soul's purpose. We discuss what it was like transitioning from her 9-to-5 job to being her own boss and the struggles she faced along the way. Sharon shares with us practical tips on how you can start to reveal and release limiting beliefs that are holding you back. We discuss how you can start to manifest your dreams and the steps that are actually needed in the manifestation process. This episode is guaranteed to leave you inspired to do the inner work that is needed in order to reconnect with your true self and soul's purpose. But before we get into into today's episode, I want to take a second to give a shout out to Mata May 808 who left a review on iTunes. She says, real, real, real. Randy is an exceptional person who is helping women all over the world grow through vulnerability. She has relevant guests who I think can help each of us in some aspect of our lives. Highly recommend. I want to thank you so much for that review. And I want to invite the rest of you to leave a review on iTunes or take a screenshot and share this episode on social media for your chance to get a shout out on next week's episode. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Sharon. Welcome to the Uplifting Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Lee, and I'm a business mindset coach, public speaker, world record holder, power lifter, and self-love advocate. I believe that there is so much power in owning and sharing our story, which is why on this podcast, I interview other powerful women about the challenges that they have overcome to be where they are today. My goal for this podcast is to create a safe space for all women to share their real, raw, and mostly unedited stories that will leave you empowered to live more authentically, openly, and freely. If you're looking to up-level your happiness, success, and fulfillment, then you've come to the right place. Look at this podcast as your weekly dose of personal development and mindset work to help you shift into your most uplifted self. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's find out what's uplifting you today. Welcome to the Uplifting Podcast. Today, my guest is Sharon Kristen. Master your energy, master your life is the magnetizing message of this best-selling author, coach, and speaker. Sharon helps creatives, change makers, and visionaries unlock their next level of success by gaining crystal clarity on their vision, mission, and purpose, revealing and releasing limiting beliefs that create barriers to success, 
creating success habits and routines as the vehicle to reach their next level of authentic expression and utilizing the universal laws to shortcut success through synchronistic opportunities. Her mission is to share her innovative expertise on how you can tra transform your life and business from within. In the last few years, she has turned her passion into a thriving online business. Her success has led to several interviews on German television, as well as articles in Forbes.com and the Huffington Post. So I'm so excited to have you here today, Sharon. Welcome. Thank you, Renny. I'm so excited to be here as well. Fabulous. So let's just dive right in. I would love to know more about your story and how you got to where you are today, helping women to transform their life and businesses from within. Absolutely. So for me, like where I am now is truly um, like that was unthinkable for me just years ago because I was very much in that mindset of um, what society tells you like you gotta go to school and then college and then have a job and then you work hard and then you get the promotions and you get the income and all of that and I did that for a really long time and I helped build um, the most successful e-commerce company in Europe um, but all of that at some point just didn't feel fulfilling at all it seemed like I hit those goals but the more I did that, the more unhappy I actually became. And now, like what I'm doing now, like traveling the world and just living this laptop lifestyle and having written a book, The Answers Within, and being interviewed by wonderful people like you and Forbes and like all of that felt so big and it felt so out of reach and like almost impossible somehow because I was in this other reality where... Um, yeah, I was just working 70 hours in a job and it, I made that job my identity. And yeah, and, and it, you know, it, I, I think many people can relate to that. And I felt oh, like, an, I, can, I actually felt like an imposter in that life because I had this persona that was going to work and I, uh, you know, I was this businesswoman. I was very confident and people would always look at me like, oh my God, like <laughs> kind of like walking through a hallway and people are just like disappearing to the sides, <laughs> more or less. Um, but it was just like this persona of confidence and building, you know, multiple departments and just, um, yeah, being in that, that energy. But then I went home and I felt like a failure and like a fraud because I had this um, eating disorder that was just so detrimental to me, to my health, to my energy, um, but I just couldn't really stop it. And so I had this persona that was kind of like glorified and the other one where I just like that only I knew, obviously, um, but I felt so weak and so, yeah, just I just didn't understand why I couldn't figure something out that is as simple as eating that other people got totally figured out. Um, and so I was throughout many years, I just was in this, um, you know, it just felt like a pressure cooker and these two personas and these two lives and all of that, it just created so much pain within me. And I actually felt like I was sitting in a black hole. Like my soul was dying on a, on a level. And I realized later on, of course, that this eating disorder was just my way of coping with a path that wasn't in alignment with who I really am and that I was living a life that didn't fit. And so I had to cope with that pain by, well, overeating. And it got to a point where I would actually wanted like I wanted to find answers and I wanted to get out of that and yeah and, and the job it was just all a lot like I never really took time off and at some point I was just thinking okay I think now is a good point to take time off because I actually start feeling drained and I'm lacking energy and I really had this urge like I want to reconnect with my soul I don't just want to take some vacation and lie on the beach I actually want to do something that really reconnects me to who I am and understand me and understand my next chapter in life. And somehow I was, yeah, I knew that yoga helped me, uh, helped my back and kind of helped me center and ground and just, yeah, just made me feel good. And somehow online, this yoga teacher training found me and it was five weeks somewhere in a super remote village in the Himalayas. 
Um, but I felt called to it and I booked it and I did it and I applied. I actually got five weeks off from work, unheard of. <laughs> and wow. That's I know. definitely unheard of in the corporate world for sure. Absolutely. But I went and I had this out-of-body experience and meditation sitting, you know, in this beautiful place um, over this pristine river in the mountains, in nature, like nothing around, like just beautiful, pristine nature, the birds chirping. And suddenly I feel this pull, like I'm being pulled out of my body and everything went silent. Like I couldn't hear the birds, the leaves and the wind, the river, everything was just mute. And I got visions of people living their lives and everybody has different desires and, but they're all manifesting their lives based on who they are and what they want. And I got this one sentence. It's so simple. Like we all know this, but in that moment, you know, when you have this visceral and this kinesthetic knowing of something, like it just kind of really the penny drops. <laughs> and the sentence was, you created this life and you can create differently. And in that moment, something in me shifted and it was just like, yeah, you know what? Just because I've spent so many years and so much energy on creating this type of life, you know, other people have created different lives. Like not everybody is living this life that I'm living now. Like this is not the ultimate standard of how someone is supposed to live a life. And just kind of, you know, seeing these visions of how colorful this planet is and how people are living such diverse lives and how anything is really possible based on what we want. And then this kind of like downloaded sentence in combination with that, I'm, something shifted in me, it just clicked and I wasn't the same person anymore. My, you know, I think like the Course in Miracles says, miracle is a shift in perspective. And in that moment, I kind of snapped out of the reality that I had created and I looked at it from the outside and that enabled me to really let go. And even though I had invested so much energy and time and to be open to finding a new path and finding something new. And yeah, that through many detours and paths actually got me to where I am now. That was a wow. bit of a rant, wasn't it? No, that was amazing. <laughs> that was so great. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I went on that journey with you. And that was, you know, I, I see so many parallels in my own journey of really living. You know, I, I had a corporate job and, you know, had the six-figure job, got the master's degree, mm. uh, living the life I thought I was supposed to, but feeling just so unfulfilled. Mm. And, you know, was had an eating disorder was, you know, I've had many addictions, you know, in my <laughs> lifetime and looking back at it, it really was a way to numb out that pain that I was feeling of not living a life that was fulfilling and not feeling like my life had purpose or meaning. And I really believe that it's through that pain that we discover our greatest gifts and our, and our life's purpose and calling. Mm -hmm. I mean, without that pain, probably I would not have started searching if I hadn't Absolutely. felt like there was this black hole and I was just so unhappy and there was just, you know, just so much pain inside. Like I was, I, I wasn't even sure if other people feel that type of pain, but um, yeah, and that brought me on that journey where I actually, and probably it's the same for you. That's when, what got me searching for answers. And I went to psychics and I went to trainings and I, and I did like energy healing methods. Like I got interested in all of that. I actually followed through on it. Actually, my dad got me on that spiritual journey very early on. Um, so I was already, my, my mind was already open for all of it. And I had already had it as an interest in my life, but that pain basically actually got me to take action. And that's what many people don't do, really taking the action to change. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I think that that's really what got me was, it was kind of like hitting a, for lack of a better word, like rock bottom, you mm. know, in, in that feeling of pain and not having a purpose. And that's what really led me to be like, okay, there has to be more than, than this life that I'm living and what, you know, living for basically other people and who I thought I was supposed to be. And 
it was mm-hmm. that pain of not living my true self, not living into my purpose that that really awakened me to to the to my to to my true calling to my and reconnecting with my true self. Absolutely, I agree, and I just want to like I see so many parallels as well because for me. I was in my corporate job and I just had this recurring thought, like, is this it? Really? Am I going to be doing this for the next 40 years? And I just had this desire in me. I'm like, but, you know, when I die, I actually want someone on this planet to say, oh, my God, she died. Um, But she touched my life so much in this and this way because she was around. My life got better. You know, it's, it's this whole... Um, concept of yeah wanting a purpose in life wanting to actually help others and to be of service and to have value to the world that our life had significance and meaning right absolutely and I think it's it's sharing our our story and what we've been through and in that I feel like we really discover what our our true purpose is because now I mean you're using your story to empower other people and I'm doing the same. And I just think that that's when you're able to connect what you've been through Mm -hmm. to helping other people, to connecting with other people, to making this world a better place. I, I feel like that's really where you discover your unique gifts and the, and the reason why you're here. 100%. I agree. And if it's okay, like something really wants to be said right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please. And because um, basically what we're taught in society is really these concepts of, it, I feel like there are so many boxes. Like, okay, get a, like, first of all, first box is you need to get a job, which is a box. But then even when we want to follow something that feels purposeful to us, like being it could be anything you you could want to be a model or you would want to be a speaker or tv host or coach (laughs) or writer whatever it is but still you know society creates these boxes of what does that look like what does it look like to be an online coach and then you go online and then you see all these online coaches and all these people and these gurus who tell you how to do it and how to be an online coach or even if you go and you're a model and then they tell you, okay, but you need to look like this and you need to wear this and you need to do this. You know, there are always like all these concepts that we're bombarded with. And it's very easy from our conditioning when we believe that we need to be a certain way and to fit in oftentimes to lose our connection to our soul and what is really true to our soul and how we want to express ourselves. And I actually found that when I started Um, my online coaching business in the beginning I was very much just attuned to who I am and how I do it because I didn't really know that much about the industry and I was just going by feel (laughs) and not winging it but just basically doing what felt aligned to me and what I felt inspired to do and what I felt inspired to create and I put that out and I got a lot of traction and um, everything was on the app and then the more I started listening to gurus and the more I started to hear what they say and how you should be doing it and how you should be releasing stuff and what you should be doing in all these different ways, the more I got in my head about it and the more I lost that connection to what is true and aligned for me. And that was a huge lesson for me in following that, you know, like for me, it's that online coaching or online world and writing Um, but just following my purpose it's to just be really conscious and aware that we don't take on other people's ways what has worked for someone else will not necessarily work for us because we are a completely different person we are a completely different soul we have different soul gifts that we're here to share if video works for one person perfectly doesn't mean that it's going to work for you as well in the same um, way maybe your thing is writing or your thing is audio or you know And for me, like the more I got, like the more I listened to other people and I didn't run it past my inner knowing and my own inner alignment. And I just thought, oh, this is how you need to do it. 
the the more it took away the joy from actually doing it and the more I started dreading my business and started actually resenting it a little bit and retrieving from it as well. Like it started to feel like work again because it felt like, okay, this is like what I have to do versus what I, what my soul desires to put out and express. And so for me, that was a big learning. And I think the, like, I don't know, I, I just felt like this wanted to be said because so many times um, we go onto a path and we want to make it work and we want to be successful. And, and then we start looking outside ourselves for the answers from other people and what has worked for others. And when we start doing that too much, like we can get inspired, of course, and see, oh, would that be an idea for me? Yes, no. Or would that other thing be an idea for me? Yes, no. But if we just take it on without running it past our own knowledge, then it's very easy to, that your purpose just starts feeling like a corporate job at some point. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree. I felt like that um, kind of the opposite where you, you were really authentic in the beginning and then that kind of shifted for me. It was like in the beginning, I felt like I had to be like everybody else. And that really, <laughs> you know, that really in the first few months of my business prevented me from really gaining any clients and really standing out. And then once I shifted that and started to be like, okay, what's really true for you that's when it, things started to flow so much easier and the clients started to come in. And, and now I really get a lot of people who come to me for my authenticity. And so I'm wondering if you saw that in your business as well, where the times where you tried to kind of fit into one of those boxes or being more like all of the gurus, did you notice a shift in, in the success of your business? Yeah, um, for me in the beginning, it was all going really well. Like, you know, there was traction. I gained more followers and subscribers. And um, yeah, but then that's what I mentioned. Like I started to, because I'm like, I'm such a ongoing learner. Like I love studying and I love learning. And so um, I invested in mentors and in courses. And the more I learned the more I got in my head about it all. Because then this whole logical brain thing started to strategize and, and come up with theories and things. And I realized that at that point, I, um, I basically disconnected a little bit from what is right for me. Like I had to realize that like for me, it was like for you, the, the path was more like, oh, trying to be like everyone else. And then you realize and then you were good and you were on the up. For me, it was like, oh, you're being yourself. And then, oh, you're not being yourself. And then I had to realign to being myself and being my own energy. So, But I think like we have these learning experiences so that we can share that with others, you know? Um, 100%, and, yeah. totally. Yeah. So for me, it was more like a curve, like um, being myself and being in alignment and getting out of alignment <laughs> and then getting back into alignment and finding that middle ground between actually seeing okay, this is this great thing that this other person is doing and that looks amazing and I see it working for the other person and do I feel inspired to do that or something similar? Like obviously not copying stuff, but is that way of presenting or that way of doing something, is that my way? Like getting inspired, but always like running it past your own filter and your own soul and actually making it your own, like not just taking something on, but actually infusing it with your own essence. That's so beautiful. I love how you put that. So I kind of want to recircle back to, you know, when you were, when you were at this yoga retreat, this training, and had that awakening that you know that shift in your perspective how was it leaving your corporate job and then going to working for yourself online how was that that transition for you <laughs> so chaotic <laughs> um <laughs> i can totally i i, I can relate 100 percent. so i'm just i this question is totally for me because I'm like, I want to know, is her yeah, but... like mine? Is she, you know, because I just left my corporate job in February. So this working for myself full time is a completely new experience. Mm. Yeah, I think people sometimes think, oh, it's such a smooth transition. And well, maybe for some people it is. For me, it definitely wasn't. Um, 
for me, when I came back from the yoga teacher retreat, I knew that there was a next chapter waiting for me. And at that point in time, I had already taken um, like courses in energy healing and angels and all of that. And I had my angel card deck that I <laughs> asked every single day, is it now time to leave my job? And like all the time it was just, no, 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 it's not the right time. And so I was actually just trusting like the way I connected to the higher powers at that time was basically through the angels and through the card decks. And that's how I got my guidance. And it just kept saying no. <laughs> and I was so disappointed on some level. Um, but I just trusted it. And a few months later, the company started changing a lot. And, you know, we grew from basically 80 employees to over 5,000 employees. So it wasn't the same startup uh, energy anymore. In the beginning, it was all very vibrant and creative and fast paced. And with 5,000 employees, it started to be more like bureaucratic and there was a lot of ego and it just didn't feel the same anymore. And with so many employees, the I had four departments that I was heading. And so they were like, okay, we're going to split this up because this is too much. Like one person can't fully take care of four departments. Yeah, on some level, I would agree to that. <laughs> um, yeah, right. <laughs> And actually, I had an inspiration and I approached my um, my boss at that moment and I told him, look, I think I feel like soon there's going to be something new for me and that I'm probably going to be leaving the company. And I would, actually, I just wanted to be um, a nice person and have integrity and tell him up front, because if you lose your employee who, who's heading four departments, I get that made a little bit of time. They need a little bit of time and research to get someone to replace that person. And then actually two months later, he tells me, like he calls me into his office and it was a really weird vibe at that moment. Like I knew something was going on and, you know, I'm like walking down the stairs, walking through the hallways. It was a beautiful open office, like old building. I walk into his office and he's like, okay, sit down. And then like the only thing he says, he just looks at me. He's like, we're leaving. And in that moment, I was just shocked like what do you mean we're leaving and um yeah and uh, i mean obviously he didn't mean we're leaving together he was doing his own thing but he basically picked up on what i had told him before like oh you know she's not really that happy here anyway so um the departments were being split and like spread out and yeah just there was this overall rearrangement of the company going on that at my level i didn't know anything about it yet but um yeah, and I would have had a new boss, but that, like, you know, when you work in a company for such a long time and there are only few people, like, you kind of know who gets along with whom. <laughs> and we kind of knew, like, I wouldn't want to work underneath him as a boss. So, I don't know. Like, he just took this whole situation as, okay, great, so she's leaving. And it just took me completely off guard. But at the same time, I knew it's happening for me and that the time is right. But I didn't really have like a big backup plan. And after that, after, you know, people heard I was leaving the company, I got so many offers for so many jobs that are similar and like much better paid, like, you know, just very similar opportunities. And yeah, and then <laughs> I actually took one of those opportunities. Oh, wow. Because it just, you know, it actually, it just felt too good to be true. Like it was double the yeah. pay. Oh, and my it goodness. Was, and it was just like building a, a department again. And it was just like, oh my God, like maybe I could reconnect to that energy back then, you know, and it felt so exciting and so fresh. And yeah, I think that just lured me in. And then I started the job and it was just horrible. I couldn't do it. And my body, you know, when your body tells you this is not what you should be doing. And my shoulder started hurting so much. Like, like there was just this tremendous pain in my shoulder all the time that just told me this is not what you should be doing. You should be somewhere else and you should be doing something else. So I quit that job after two months. It was really a drag. Like it was not at all the same. And yeah, my ego got the best of me, I guess. <laughs> but it was a learning experience as well. But even after that, 
I was dabbling in, you know, this, this whole, that's what I mean. Like the whole identity of being in the startup and having helped build this wildly successful startup and then letting go of that identity was such a big thing that at that moment in time, I couldn't have told you that this is what's going on. But now looking back, I realized I was just so like caught in this identity of what I had created and who I am and what that means and how my family is proud of me and how other people will look at my LinkedIn and they will look and see what is she doing next and where is she going to be working and just this whole concept that that this whole bubble that you're in somehow it just oh it it's just a prison and so after that, I didn't really know exactly what to do. Yeah, my friends had told me, like, you're great at coaching. Why don't you do that? And I had taken trainings, but somehow I didn't feel like that was prestigious enough <laughs> mm. to put on my LinkedIn. Like, it, it felt also because I was doing it in a spiritual way. And it felt like, oh, my God, I can't just say I'm a spiritual coach on LinkedIn. Yeah, like, what, absolutely. What I, like, yeah, yeah, people are going to think I'm crazy. Now she's just gone crazy, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she went from this corporate job, like, now she's a like spiritual coach, like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. What? Now she talks to angels, what the hell? <laughs> I think she lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good that she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're like, I think we yeah. uh, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's just like I'm just trying to paint this picture of how difficult it was for me to let go of that identity because I think we all like we identify so much with um, our jobs or our lifestyle or other things, but in the end, that is not us. This is just a persona or something that we've created, like this bubble that we've created around us. But as I saw very clearly in that vision in the Himalayan mountains, is that we all have different desires and we all create these colorful unique lives so there is no right or wrong way to go about it it's really more about what is true to us and having that courage to just let stuff go that is not serving us and when we're called to that next level when we're called to purpose to yeah to just step forward and I needed a coach in that time to actually help me because I was dabbling and I wanted to create a meditation app and then I wanted to um create uh what else was it like uh, a coaching app yeah, it was a meditation app and then I thought a coaching app would be great but I wanted to hold on to that persona of the startup person right and yeah and then pitching to investors and stuff but I, it just didn't feel exciting and also the whole startup scene didn't feel that exciting to me because there was so much ego going on and I was just kind of over it but I needed that help of a coach who actually helped me to get really clear on what is it that you're here to do what is your soul calling you to do what do you feel excited to do what are your desires and actually taking action on that and feeling yeah courageous enough to taking those action steps that will actually yeah that just to make me visible even you know just to be visible in that new identity and try it on and yeah and just see how that feels so that was a long answer to it, but it was really emotionally. No, it's so um, important though. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Because I think you touched on something so important and that I say this quite often and that's that our, our identities shape our reality. You know, how we, who we think we are, how we identify ourselves, the words that we use to identify ourselves. It really shapes our reality because like you said holding on to that identity of you know the successful corporate you know startup and this and that it, that kept you stuck for a while from really stepping into your true calling and you know I see that for myself as well with having gotten the master's degree and you know spending all of this money on my education and feeling like I can't just let that go. Like, I can't just now say, oh, now I'm a coach. Like, what are people going to think? And again, holding on to that identity kept me stuck for such a long time. And so thank you so much for sharing that because I think it's really important to also touch on that it's not easy to just get up and quit your job and 
create a whole new reality for yourself. It is a process. It's not something that happens overnight. And I think that unfortunately with the world of social media, we can be under the impression that that's how it is. And I know for myself, that definitely was not the journey. However, I still never thought that, you know, a year into my business, I would be working for myself full time. So, you know, things can definitely shift quickly for you. However, you know, I was doing that inner work for years. So it was a a gradual process and shift. So how do you help your clients overcome those blocks and those barriers? It's really about the inner work and looking within because as within, so without. Whatever we hold within is going to manifest as our reality. Whatever thoughts we have about ourselves, whatever belief systems are present, that is just basically what we see right now around us is the result of our past thinking. So if there is something that we don't really want, or we want to change, then we got to look at ourselves and go within. For me, that has really been the biggest um, building block for my, like, for my current reality or for my life. And that's also what I help my clients with is really identifying the limiting beliefs that are holding them back. And it's, yeah, and these can show, like, even if you're, for example, in in business, you're not making the money that you want to make and you're capped at your income level, for example, or, yeah, let's just say it's that. Oftentimes this shows up in business, but what we actually need to look at is another area of life where maybe you're not um, feeling worthy enough of having more or where you're reaching a limit within yourself like an upper limit and there is a belief system that's been created somewhere in childhood that is well it doesn't really make sense anymore as an adult it's not serving you anymore and usually what I do with my clients is really go back to um, either childhood or past lives or even releasing genealogical um, like ancestral topics and beliefs that can be a thing it can be past lives and it can be present life where we've created belief systems through trauma through just experience but that are still holding us captive right now and I help them release those from their unconscious mind so that they can be free of that and they can be fully focused in alignment with who they want to be because in the end what it is for me is Our soul is absolutely perfect and our soul knows everything. The only problem is that we've created all these layers around us, like an onion of belief systems over time, sometimes over lifetimes, that are creating this distortion. So we can't really fully connect with our soul because all of these distorting signals are going on around us. So our soul is emitting this beautiful vibration that is clear and that is high vibrational and that is you but we're yeah we can't really fully hear it we can't fully connect it we can't fully act on it as well because there's all the there are all these distorting signals around it but when we take the layers off the belief systems when we take these away as the layers of the onion and the more we do that the the clearer we can hear the vibration the clearer we can hear our soul call and the clearer it all becomes and the more in alignment we really get when we let this grip of fear go and we step back into love and step back into light that's when we can actually serve and when we can just know that we are good enough what we're here to give is good enough our message is good enough and all we need to do is just show up for the message and for the work and we will be taken care of and we can have anything that we want like anything that seems impossible is possible we just need to own it and we just need to feel worthy within ourselves Mm -hmm. that we can have it like if we don't believe we're worthy of it we're never going to have it the only difference between someone who has what you want and and you whatever it is (laughs) is just that that person actually believes that it's possible and that they're worthy of having it yeah oh my god i think that's why it's so important to have people in your life that expand what you believe is possible Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I know I used to 
when I would hear things about people making all of this money in their online business, I was like, no way, there's no way I can do that, you know? And then slowly as I started to get more close friends in my life who were actually making the money that I desired, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it is possible for me. And really breaking through those limiting beliefs of what I believed was possible is what has allowed me to get to where I am today. So I think that this is just such crucial work. So do you have like daily practices that you do to help you really reconnect with your soul and like peel back those layers that have been built up around it? Mm -hmm. There, yeah, there are two aspects to that. I would say like the daily practice for me is definitely meditation, visualization, and like I have this ritual in the morning where I actually visualize my day and I'm being intentional on what I want my day to be like and I invite miracles and then I let it go and I just go about my day and follow my intuition and my inner guidance on what needs to happen so basically I'm being intentional in the morning and then I let it come to me and I think that's a big thing that many people don't do like actually they're allowing in (laughs) and the letting go and allowing in and I do that on a day, like day basis, but also on bigger goal basis, where I keep the vision of what I'm going for in the forefront of my mind. And when we keep reminding ourselves what we want and what we desire, then our reticular activating activating system, I think that's what it's called, in our brain starts pointing out the things to us that are in alignment with that, like you know like that's what they always say you know when you think of a yellow car you like you want to buy a yellow car yeah well we focus on expands right exactly and then you see yellow cars of that model everywhere because you're focusing on it and your brain um i mean there's this whole nlp um explanation for it but let's just say there's a lot of information that we get every single day and our brain will help us focus on those or like point out the things that are actually relevant to us based on what we think about the most Mm -hmm. so that's what we will see and if we focus on you know when we do visualizations we focus on what we actually want and then our brain can help us from all this information that's around us actually point out the things that will help us to create that and it's not only, you know, our brain, but it's also energetics. Like when you go into the energy of what you desire, that's when you attract it to you. And the path for me is always to look at, okay, what's coming up for me? Like, is there resistance? Is there some belief that I can't have it? What, you know, basically sitting with myself and realizing if there is anything inside of me keeping me from having it. And that could be, belief systems um it could show up as resistance it could show up as fear or it it could be anything but the path is really about knowing what you desire and then taking out all the obstacles that are in the way like you, you just keep telling the universe this is what you what i desire and it will definitely show you what's in the way and what needs to be released in order for you to have it and for me, it often shows up in other areas than I thought. Like it oftentimes doesn't show up in business. Sometimes it shows up in my relationships where a topic pops up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm really triggered right now. And I know this has nothing to do with the other person, but it's all my stuff. So what is this trigger? And then I sit with that and I really analyze what is going on for me. What is the belief system? Like, where is this pain and then I go into like the processes that, that I take my clients through. It's the same process that I take myself through. I'm like, okay, when was the first time that um, this belief was created? And then I go into releasing it and reshaping it and basically giving it a whole new meaning so that it's actually empowering for me and I can let it go. And that takes me one step closer to where I want to be. Wow, that's so incredible. Thank you for sharing that process. And I have one kind of, I guess, technical question about that. Like how many, when it comes to like manifestation and like focusing on particular goals or outcomes, how would you, how many things would you say is, should we really focus on? Like is, is more than three too many? Should you just focus your energy on one? Like what would be your, your thoughts on that? 
my first thought on that would be create an image like create a story around it like is it like don't these three things aren't they present in that reality in the future like aren't they all present in that reality that you're creating so why not create a story like an image or like you know when you're visualizing something where all of these things are present yeah i think that's great like really making it like a cohesive reality where it all kind of fits together yeah like for me um the, a big question also is asking, why do I want this? Why do I want, I don't know, X amount of money or why do I want the mm -hmm. car? And actually looking at what is that emotion? Like, what is it going to serve you? Maybe if I make 10,000, like there's always this number 10,000 per month for coaches. Right. But like if yeah, I, if I exactly, whatever, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just it's like, like a round number. People are like, oh yeah. You know, five figures, like. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> but if I make 10K per month, um, then what? Like, what are you going to feel? Mm -hmm. Why do you want that? And I realized in the beginning, um, just years ago, I was manifesting money and and I was going into that feeling. I was like, okay, why do I want this money, actually? And I realized, oh, my God, I would feel really relaxed if I had this type of money then yeah, I would just feel relaxed. You know, it, it just felt like this relief and relaxation in my body. And if we know that, and that's what I started focusing on, like, okay, I can feel relaxed. And I started feeling like really making it more intentional to feel relaxed and relieved and just getting into that feeling of um, feeling like I'm taken care of and that this money is present. And, and then I manifested it within a week. So, wow. Yeah, like I know for me that's that really so important. Yeah, that energy and that emotion. And really, yeah, I think for me that's been the most transformational step in manifesting because I, I always used to be confused like, well, I'm focusing on it. Like, I wrote everything out and, you know, I got clarity and, and this and that, but I wasn't really. It was first I had to release those limiting beliefs, right? Because like, even though I was thinking about it, like energetically, I didn't feel like it was possible mm -hmm. for me. I didn't really feel like in alignment with it. And then because of that, you know, if our mind and our body are at odds, we're not going to be able to manifest it. So yeah. it was really first releasing those limiting beliefs and then getting into the feeling and the emotion and the energy of believing like I already had those things now. Absolutely. And I think like what you just said, it reminded me of something because people sometimes think visualization is the same as continuously asking. Mm, and yeah. once you've written it down, like once you know what you desire, like actually the universe knows what you desire before you even ask. So anything that you want is already available to you. You can have it. It's just there for the taking. The only problem is that we're so constricted with all our belief systems that we don't believe it's possible. So we have this whole wall around us while the universe is trying to give it to us, but we're just kind of like repelling it constantly through our thinking and through our energy Yeah. because we're not a vibrational match. So, but once we've set the intention, we're like, okay, this is what I'm manifesting. That's enough. Like you don't have to ask again visualization mm. is only a way of getting into the energy of what you desire and putting yourself into that state like where you're experiencing it around you where you're feeling it and through that vibration of accessing that vibration you're drawing it in more because you're becoming more of a vibrational match and then when you're more of a vibrational match of having it that's when you start seeing the things that will take you there you you start meeting the people you start hearing the right words in some conversations when someone's walking past you or you start noticing the right website and that's when all these things start finding you and that's when you start taking action on it mm, yes i i love that so much so um, before the last questions, I want to just hear a little bit about your book. Can you share with, with my listeners, like what your book's all about and yeah, kind of why, why they should go and, and order it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so this book, it's called the answers within find your soul purpose and ignite your hidden superpowers. 
Oh my God. Um, okay. I'm sold on the title. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> and it's, it's very special to me because um, I wrote it in two weeks straight, which um, to me was kind of mind blowing. But once I actually allowed myself, because I felt there was a book inside of me and I, you know, as we often do, I was just kind of pushing it aside and I thought, Oh, who am I to do it? And then um, but once I actually decided, okay, this is what I'm going to do, and I started creating that container for myself, I just channeled it through, and yeah, and and it really felt like I was sitting there writing, having goosebumps, and I could, uh, I don't know, I, I yeah, getting a little emotional, but I actually saw people's reviews on Amazon saying that while they were reading the book, they felt some energy, like they felt concerned about something or worried and they felt some energy come down and touch them on their shoulder. And then um, this worry was lifted and they felt clarity and peace. And yeah, I'm getting goosebumps again, but just hearing that and because I was sitting there, I was having goosebumps and I was just like, I don't even know where this is coming from. This doesn't even seem to come from me at all. And then hearing, you know, people say that they actually feel that the book has an energy and that, you know, that, that it actually works little wonders. I'm like, oh my God, this is, this is just beyond anything that I could have imagined. And the book basically takes you on a journey of um, back home to yourself, back home to your soul. And it gives a bigger overview of why we're here, you know, why we do the things we do, again, around societal conditioning, how to really find our true path. It's full, full, full of exercises about, you know, just inquiring within yourself, all these self-inquiry exercises. I also created a workbook to go with it. And it's basically just a journey within, like, to the core of who you are, back to your soul, back to your soul purpose, what you're here to bring forth. And it also takes you on a, um, like, a little journey to creating your own spiritual practice. And I write out different tools that you can use and whichever really resonates with you. You can pick and choose and create your own spiritual practice so that you can activate your superpowers. Because for me, our intuition that is our superpower because when we're tuned into our soul guidance the soul message that is within us and that keeps speaking to us and we allow that intuition to really become our truth that's when we have superpowers that's when suddenly we're you know we, we know what other people are thinking or we know who's going to call we think of someone and then they call immediately or um we just we just know things and the superpowers can show up as like you know clairvoyance or clear cognizance like clear cognizance when we just know it or sometimes we hear words sometimes i think women they can't really differentiate between their own voice in their head and the voice of this higher guidance that they receive and women are so tuned in, like they already have an unfair advantage anyway, because they are more sensitive and they're more tuned in. And the divine feminine is actually the direct connection to spirit. And the divine masculine would be like, if we look at a pyramid, it would be divine masculine on the bottom, then divine feminine and then spirit. So the divine masculine would always go kind of like through the divine feminine to spirit. That's why men often look towards their women for that deeper guidance because they are more on the action level, like they're more on the I'm taking action and being directive level, or 3D. <laughs> and women often have, like if they're really tuned into this divine feminine essence, they have this connection to a higher power that they can channel through themselves and use to really create wonderful things on this planet. Wow, that's so beautiful. I, I have to read this book. So can you tell us where we can get it or where we can find out more about your book? Absolutely, yeah. You can get it on Amazon.com uh, or any Amazon <laughs> page that Amazing. Perfect. That's yeah. okay. Ordering it right now. I'm so excited. I love that it has a workbook as well because I think it's so important that we take what we learn and put it into action. Yes. And you can find the workbook on my website, SharonKristen.com. Amazing. And I think it's, yeah, but I also linked it in the beginning of the book. So yeah, you can definitely find it. 
Amazing. And is it is it okay if I share another gift with your listeners? Absolutely. Because if they would really like to go more into visualization and use that to manifest what they desire, I have three free manifesting meditations for health, wealth, and love on my website as well. And um, they could download that if they want to give it a try. Absolutely. And I'll make sure to link uh, a link to your book as well as a link to your website in the show notes so that people can go and download those meditations. I mean, I know I'm going to, so <laughs> I'm so excited. So the uh, last few questions. The first one is if there was anything else that you wish I would have asked you or maybe a final message that you want to leave with my listeners. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, it's really, I feel like we're soul messengers. You know, I, I think it's just funny because that last message that you want to leave, I'm like, yes, <laughs> we're soul messengers. That's the message. Like we are the message. And if there is something inside you that says, I need to share my gifts, there is something more within me. I feel like I'm made for more Then that is a surefire way and sure sign that there is something more that you're here to create and you're here to give and you're here to experience. So just follow that call, follow that soul call and listen to the soul message that's coming through you and become a messenger for others. Like live by example, inspire others and share your message with the world because we're all here to help wake up more people. And we all have our own way of doing that and people will resonate with different people to actually hear that message like we cannot hear it from everyone sometimes one person says it in a way that we need to hear it and that wakes us up and that really activates us and that's why it's so important that anybody who feels that call really goes for it strongly and mm. shows up because you're needed oh my god that's so beautiful thank you so much for sharing that and the last question that i ask all of my guests is what are three action steps that my listeners can take today to live a more uplifted life? I would say awareness. These are the three steps that I've found in my work is always awareness, being becoming aware of yourself, being mindful of what you're doing, who you are, how you're reacting, how you're thinking. So awareness is really the number one step for any change in life and for manifesting anything that you want because you have to be aware of where you are at right now in order to create what you really desire. So awareness is number one. Alignment is number two. And alignment is really about releasing those limiting beliefs and doing the inner work so that you can shift your vibration and shift yourself to actually allow in what you desire. And step number three is action. Always be taking inspired action towards what you desire. So many people, no one's excluded, um, we start procrastinating. And we don't take action, although we feel we should be taking action in that moment because we feel called to it. But it's so important that we act and that we make new choices. Sometimes people go to healers and they release energies or belief systems and, and they, it's actually gone. But because they keep making the same choices that they made before, they keep re-manifesting the same issue. So it's important that we make new choices and take new actions. So awareness, alignment, and action. These are the three things that I would say. Wow, that's so incredible. You are so amazing. I just feel like... We are so, we have so much in common and I just feel so connected with you. And I'm just so grateful to have you on the podcast today. And I just want to acknowledge you for the incredible work that you are doing with helping people to connect with their soul purpose. Oh, thank you, Randy. I also want to acknowledge you for the amazing work that you are doing for your authenticity, for your big heart and your beautiful energy. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. It's been my pleasure. So where can my listeners connect with you, follow you, learn more about you, all of the things? So I love Instagram. They can definitely come and find me on Instagram. It's Sharon underscore Kirsten. They can also find me on Facebook or um, on my website. 
Amazing. And I will link all of that in the show notes. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your day with me. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss one. If this episode really resonated with you, it would mean so much to me if you screenshot and share it with your friends and family or share it on your Instagram story. You can also rate and review the podcast on iTunes, which helps me spread the message and get the podcast heard by more people. For more self-love and powerlifting inspiration, come follow me on Instagram or join my private Facebook group, Self Love School. The links are in the show notes. And until next time, stay uplifted.